You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as vice president of the New York Chiropractic Council. For his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as the Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He's done extensive work in Ethiopia, bringing pediatric chiropractic care to impoverished children. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our National Network of Industry Professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, the specialized treatment plans at 57th Street Chiropractic. Hi, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Thanks for having me on. It's wonderful to be here again. Well, thanks for joining me. So, pregnancy chiropractic is a specialty of your practice. Could you please describe the components of a specialized treatment plan you implement for pregnant women? Sure. Um, You know, the pregnancy care is kind of similar from mom to mom. Um, They all come in with similar conditions and similar complaints, and they have similar um, outcome goals that they're all looking for. The first step in, in, you know, determining what you're going to do with any patient or what type of treatment plan you're going to apply is basically taking a careful history. So you want to find out what experience they've had, if this is their first birth, if it's their second or third, because things can be different. Um, with each different, uh, you know, pregnancy, the first one can be the most difficult or the easiest, and then sometimes the other ones become more difficult depending on the experience and, and the birth history. But we'll take that, that complete history and find out what's going on, see if there's any contraindications to anything that we might want to do. Then we do complete chiropractic analysis, and that chiropractic analysis is done just like anybody else, right? We're looking at the same structures, the neck, the, the middle back, the pelvic girdle, the spine, um, so the analysis for chiropractic is the same. We also do some orthopedic and neurological testing to rule out any other conditions like herniated discs or any instability that we may find um, in the spine. And then that might require us actually to modify care. Um, and sometimes we might even have to refer a case out if we find something that is not within the scope of our practice. But if everything looks clear on the orthopedic, neurological, and the chiropractic analysis, then we do the Webster analysis. And then Webster technique is that specific analysis that really focuses a little bit more on the pelvic girdle and really um, is designed to help ease the discomfort associated with pregnancy, keep the pelvic girdle moving with more range of motion to allow a little more spread through the pelvic girdle when the baby is delivered so that can ease the amount of discomfort and uh, help the baby kind of come out through the birth canal with a little less um, you know, um, you know, discomfort and even actually increase the speed of delivery. There's a lot of research pointing to in that direction. Um, the Webster technique, the protocol, typically will start out. We'd like ideally to get the moms in early, but very often the moms 
will be coming in on the later side. So typically, if they're coming in, you know, in like towards the latter part of the uh, second trimester is the most common to see them. Typically, we'll start a mom off usually at about twice a week. And then we'll be looking and checking the pelvic alignment to see if there's a reduction in that the pelvis stays clear or properly aligned. So we usually start out about twice a week, and then it's usually after we complete the initial push, it's usually about once a week until they deliver. And that is irrelevant whether they're having pain or not. We're just trying to keep good alignment, maintain great flexibility through the pelvic girdle, and those are the important things that we we focus on in, in the in those stages of uh, pregnancy. So it's really all about just making sure the mom is comfortable. um, And then the plan is usually twice a week for about a month or maybe more, sometimes a little less, and then once a week until they deliver. But it really depends what time they're showing up and if there's any other issues that they've had prior with the spine. And a neonatal care examination is another specialized treatment you offer. Could you describe what a neonatal care exam is and what a treatment plan would be like for an infant? Um, you know, the infants are a little bit different. Again, we always take a careful history. We want to find out, um, you know, you know, where was the birth? Was it a home birth? Was it done in the hospital? Was it a birth birthing center? Um, was what type of birth was it? Was it vaginal? Was it C-section? Were there any procedures performed, like a vacuum extraction or a forceps delivery? Um, you know, so we start to look in, in into those things early. And then, you know, we also want to check history if there was a fall or any type of accidents or any type of, you know, difficulties during the birth. Um, also, we want to find out if the, the kids are on any prescription medication. Um, a lot of times they're, you know, putting kids on antibiotics and a lot of different things very early in life to, to try and deal with other things. So we want to get a careful history. We also want to then examine the baby. And when you do an examination on a child, they can't really talk back. So you're kind of really relying on the parent's history, and you want to make sure that, you know, you examine the child's spine. It's very gentle. Um, I explain the exam first to the parents, and then I kind of demonstrate, you know, what things look like and what specific issues children have. And we talk about... Um, you know, the mechanics and how to look for flat spots on the child's head. Are they sleeping with their head turned completely to one side? Um, you know, if I turn the head to one side, will it stay there or does it automatically go back to the other side? And we, you know, show all these, these findings to the mom or, or the dad, whoever's with us, checking the range of motion, the general alignment, and then where we find any alignment issues, we do adjustments on these children. The adjustments on infants are very, very gentle. I'm using essentially pinky pressure. They don't even know that they're getting checked or adjusted. They're just kind of usually lying there cooing if they're, um, you know, happy and in a good place. Um, And, you know, chiropractic care is actually safer to do on children than it is in adults because they don't have stress, tension, um, things developing in the spine. They haven't been on the planet very long, so there hasn't been a lot of trauma. And since their spine is mostly cartilaginous, it takes very little effort to adjust a child. Now, the actual treatment plan, how often you see that child, um, will vary depending on what type of condition um, the parents brought them in for. So there's no cookie-cutter answer for an infant or a child, but wellness care, which is a big proponent where, you know, you're just checking the children periodically to make sure everything stays healthy. In my office, I recommend usually about twice a month that they get these kids checked. Um, You might need some additional checks when they're learning to walk because they fall a lot more as they get older and start to participate in sports. But generally speaking, you're going to make your clinical decisions based on what you see on the examination 
the history and you know anything else you find. So it's not so cookie cutter with the with the neonates. Um, but again, there's a lot of different factors that go into it and just really want to make sure that, you know, you, you asked the question about a, a neonatal examination and not specifically the treatment, but the examination is different from the treatment, but the treatments are very gentle and very effective in a host of conditions that people bring their kids in for. All right. And can, could you describe your specialized treatment plan for treating and rehabilitating sports, dance, and gymnastics injuries? that involve the joints and soft tissue? You know, Liz, that's a really great question. Um, chiropractic focuses on detecting and removing the misalignments to the spine, or what we call vertebral subluxations. When those bones misalign, there can be irritation to the nerve, and then when the nerve is irritated, we can see tightness in the muscle and things like that. Um, but to be honest with you, that's a difficult question because I'm not really an infant rehabilitation specialist. So I'm not going to be um, really um, rehabilitating sports injuries, dance injuries, or gymnastic injuries. I will see these kids after those injuries, but the rehabilitation is typically done by like a physical therapist or a physiatrist, and that's really not the sweet spot of our office. I know there are chiropractors who try to do those rehabilitation things, but really it's not my favorite thing to do, and Honestly, I think some physical therapists are better equipped to do the rehab. So I will check their spines and adjust as needed because that's what a chiropractor does. Um, and there might be, you know, increased need for chiropractic care after a sports dance or a gymnastic injury. But really what I would stress is that it's more about prevention and maintenance while the kids are performing those sports, dance, and gymnastic activities because, again, there's always stress and strains. If you miss the tumble, if you don't land perfectly, those things over time can accumulate, and it's that repetitive stress to the spine that will create the misalignments. So getting those, those young athletes checked and adjusted will make sure that small injuries don't become big ones, enhance performance, and hopefully extend their careers and, you know, give them higher level of performances because, you know, Joe Montana would never take the field without getting adjusted, you know, um, and a host of other professional athletes, Harry Carson, um, you know, Tiger Woods, not the greatest example these days, but, um, you know, really these are high-level athletes that all use chiropractors just to maintain their health and make sure they optimize their performance, and that's really the biggest thing I see, you know, getting checked you know, throughout life and not waiting for problems to develop will kind of keep these athletes going and make sure that small problems don't become bigger ones. And that's really what I see the highlight and the main reason to be checking these young athletes. All right. And I know you treat a lot of people suffering with headaches from a variety of causes. What is involved in your specialized treatment plan for headache relief? Um, you know, I do a lot of focus um, on what we call upper cervical technique, um, where typically a lot of headache sufferers get relief. Um, the atlas, the top bone of the of the body, you know, they call it atlas because atlas sits right underneath the globe. And if you remember the Greek god Atlas, if you see him over there in Rockefeller Center, he's got the world on his back. Mm -hmm. So since the atlas, that top cervical vertebrae, supports your head, 
it's the most important bone in the body because number one, it's the most freely movable. Because think of all the movement we got to, you know, see from that first top bone. It kind of spins around and allows you to say no. And there's some, you know, forward and back motion. So it's very movable. Therefore, it's the most likely to get misaligned or what we call subluxate. And since every nerve in your body coming right off the brainstem down through the spinal cord passes through the ring of atlas. It is so important to check that. Even minor alignment issues at that top cervical bone can put pressure and irritation to the spinal nerves and even sometimes the brain stem itself where all the cranial nerves come off of. So any alignment issues there are usually going to put pressure and cause headaches and different types. You can see the migraine headaches. You can see the tension headaches. You can see cluster headaches. Um, all these different things, and I'm not going to, you know, sit here and tell you that chiropractic is a panacea for every type of headache. You know, you got to figure out what's going on. You need to screen and make sure that they're not, you know, having any cardiovascular accidents like a stroke or anything like that because typically those people are going to come in with headaches. So you do your full examination. Um, you make sure that there's nothing else more significant going on, and then you determine where the misalignment is. Typically, I'm always going to be looking at C1, and um, when we get that bone moving properly and lined up better, a lot of these people do better with their headache symptoms. Um, some people get complete resolution. Other people, it's 90% better 90% of the time. And occasionally I'll get a, a stubborn case that, you know, maybe they get a little bit of relief, but it doesn't fully go away. And sometimes we need to refer those out. So it's, it's really important. And the treatment plan for them, it's really determined on how severe the headaches, how often they come, and how misaligned they are. So we'll take an x-ray and determine if they're, you know, phase one, phase two, or phase three of degeneration. And the more degenerated the spine, usually more corrective work is needed. But on average, we can usually start those cases, and usually they're under care for about two to three months for the initial phase. And then we talk to them about, you know, maintenance or preventive care after. So it varies a little bit depending on the, the level of headaches and how severe they are and how chronic they've been. But once we do the examination, we set them on their way. And uh, many patients do wonderfully with headache care. So it's one of the things that I get most excited when they come in because usually by eliminating those headaches, you can really improve their quality of life. Okay. And lastly, could you describe the specialized treatment plan you use to help patients with allergy relief? And that's a really good question. And, you know, I, I don't particularly treat allergies in my office. I treat people's, people with allergies. You know, it's, it's the same thing, you know, I get asked, you know, oh, can you help someone who has MS, multiple sclerosis? And I'm like, I can't treat MS, but what I can treat is a person who has MS. And chiropractic, the basic tenet is about increasing nerve function and nerve flow, because when the vertebrae misalign, they will pinch and irritate the nerves, which can create static and almost, you know, kind of slow down the function of the nerve system. And in the example of someone who has MS, their nerve system is already slowed down by the demyelinating process of MS. And if you already have a uh, nerve system that's being slowed down, and then you add subluxation interference to that, and that can offend, uh, effectively cause more interference, you don't want that interference on top of the already existing part of MS. So if you, I can get 5 or 10% improved performance out of the nerve system by clearing it out and getting pressure off the nerves, well, that's going to help that person ha who has MS because they're going to do better because they'll have better nerve function that's already in, in a system that's kind of impaired. And it's really no different. When you look at someone who has allergies, what's happening is the nerve system 
controls your immune system. And allergies are a hypersensitivity to things that are kind of normal in our environment. You know, uh, I'm not allergic to cat dander, yet I know people who are. And when me and someone who is allergic walk into a room, why does their immune system go bonkers and have this hypersensitivity and this overreaction to something that's there and mine does not. And the main difference is probably the way your nerve system works and the way your nerve system views that allergen or that stimulus. So treatment plans are truly based on the subluxation pattern that we find in the body. So it's not about how bad their allergies or what they're allergic to. It always goes back to checking the alignment pattern, looking at their subluxation pattern, reducing the subluxations to get the pressure off the nerves and allow the nerve system to function more efficiently and really look at things. And when people are in stress and the nerve system is amped up and the immune system is hypersensitive, then you're going to see these overreactions where your body cranks out all kinds of histamines and then your nose runs, your eyes water. Um, all those different things, but these things are normally in our environment. So person A's nerve system is working different than person B's, and if we can kind of level that playing field by relieving any pressure building up on the nerve system, that's truly what chiropractic is about and how you might be able to help someone with allergies. Again, I don't treat allergies. I don't treat MS. I don't really treat anything, but I treat people who have those conditions, and by improving nerve system function and removing interference, in essence, they should get better, function at a higher level, and those things should be less of an issue for them. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rubenstein. I know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. You're most welcome. It's an honor to be here with you. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 212-977-7094 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.